0: This is Dave LaGreca of Busted Open, and I know two extremely passionate fans about AEW, Paul Zartman and Tanner Lee. That's right, Paul and Tanner. I love what they bring to the table on the Kicking Out podcast. That's right, the Kicking Out podcast with Tanner Lee and Paul Zartman. Are you listening to me? If you want the latest on AEW and you're an AEW fan, And you want to get the scoop, you listen to Paul and Tanner right now on all podcast forums. I'm talking, you go to the podcast store, you lay down your money, and you buy the Kicking Out podcast. You do it now. If you love AEW, you'll love Tanner and Paul.
1: It is April 14, 2022, and you're listening to the Kicking Out Podcast streaming live on the Kicking Out Podcast Facebook page, Twitter page, and YouTube channel. Click, like, follow, subscribe if you haven't already. If you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating and review. And if you're listening on Spotify, give us a rating on there as well. I'm Tanner Lee. My co-host, Paul Zartman, is across the computer screen from me. Paul, what's going on?
0: Uh, well, it's a, a Thursday night, another good week of wrestling. And uh, I am still the champion, at least uh, for another 24 hours or so.
1: Yes, uh, we will see what happens on Rampage tomorrow night. If if uh, you aren't aware out there on in the social media world and the kicking out podcast world, Paul accepted my challenge for tomorrow night. So if Adam Hangman Page is successful in retaining the AEW World Championship over Adam Cole, Paul hangs on to the KLP Predictions Championship. However, if Adam Cole, baby, wins the title, the title comes home with me.
0: And, um, with that being said, regardless of what happens tomorrow night, the KOP Predictions Championship Belt will be in Indy at the Squared Circle Expo Saturday.
1: Good deal. Good deal. Will be be in Indy before Battle for the Belts Saturday night.
0: Yes. Yes. And uh it'll probably be in Indy before the AEW World Champion is in Indy. So
1: There we go. There we yeah. go. Uh, You guys will have a good time. Looking forward to hearing feedback on next week's show about it and uh, seeing some pictures and and all that good stuff. Yeah, stay
0: tuned to the KOP uh, social media pages because I'll get some pictures up there.
1: Yep, looking forward to it, looking forward to it. But uh, we're on Thursday night again this week instead of Wednesday night. Um, We were expecting some severe weather in northern Indiana last night that thankfully didn't really hit. And Paul was having some internet issues yesterday, so we thought just to play safe, We'd record a day later.
0: Yeah, because, you know, uh, my my job doesn't really allow me to just sit back during severe weather. So it would have been probably our luck. We would have done it. It would have hit. You would have had to carry it half the show by yourself.
1: I was worried about that. And I was worried about power going out, too. Yeah. Yeah. So but we've had all day to think about last night's AW Dynamite, which. I thought it was a pretty solid show, except there was a few things I did not like at all. And we'll get discussing that. But uh, it started off in a big way last night with, a, uh, I mean, CM Punk. He's kind of the AW Dynamite opener anymore. CM Punk versus Pinta El Zero Mirdo. Man, what a fun match.
0: Yes, it was. Um, Pinta X
1: I should call him now. I keep forgetting that he's going by Escuro now. now.
0: Yes. Uh Punk came up victorious after uh, hitting the GTS. Went for it a couple different times throughout the match, uh, as he always tends to. Uh, This is never a move that uh, Punk comes right out the gate with and hits on the first try. You'll, You'll see him struggle throughout the match to hit it, and that's one of those things that makes it so great when he finally does hit it is it's like, okay, we've seen you try this three times. You finally hit it. Heck yeah, let's get that pin, and he normally does.
1: No, it was a very fun match. I like how earlier in the week, Punk was looking for an opponent on Twitter, had tons of guys replying to him, and uh, then finally, he's like, all right, let's do this. Tony Khan made the match, Penta, CM Punk. If you would have told me three years ago, even, four years, we'll go four years ago, that I was going to see Pentagon and CM Punk wrestling for a promotion that wasn't even created yet, I would have been like, what are you smoking? (laughs)
0: <laughs> so so what you're saying is i should climb in my time machine go back a few years and be like hey watch april 13th 2022 you'll see cm punk and pentagon one-on-one in aew and you'd look at me and go yeah no
1: yeah and, and I, I that that's put it nicely i probably would use some colorful language towards you so uh but very keeping fun pg yeah we're keeping it pg um a very fun match. I, I enjoyed the back and forth. I loved the crowd at the beginning going back and forth. I thought that was a lot of fun. I was nervous that Punk injured himself during the match uh, when he was running after yeah. Penta. I thought his knee went out. Hopefully he was just doing an unbelievable job of selling because he is an unbelievable seller. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I like the uh, Penta going for the uh, his version of the arm bar, which he snaps the arm. Uh, Punk going for the Anaconda, device, Anaconda Vice. Uh, trying to hit the GTS the first time and Pinta catching him. And then, uh, he yeah, finally that was great. Yeah. So a very fun match. It looks like, it looks like CM Punk's having a time of his life, just going out there and going 15 to 17 minutes with these guys.
0: Yeah. And that's really all he wants. I mean, yes, he wants gold. Everybody wants gold, but I mean, if you would have told me when punk was in WWE, that he's going to have the time of his life, just going out there, opening the show, not going for gold, I would have said, you're full of crap.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, I think he's going for gold soon though. I do think, I think no matter who wins tomorrow night on rampage, I think CM Punk will be the next challenge at double or nothing.
0: Well, it was mentioned that these guys were both in the top five. So. Yep. There's always that. Yep. When you start getting commentary mentioning those little subtle things, you yeah. know, they're not playing those happening. on
1: accident. Yeah. Those no. are they plan their purpose. So, yes. But fun match, nonetheless, to, to open up dynamite. And I love how dynamite does that with opens up with a good match, gets the adrenaline pumping. And then you're like, oh, if that was the first match. What's the rest of the night going to be like? I, I love that. They do a good job of yes.
0: that. Uh, Post-match, we see a video package hyping up the Jericho Appreciation Society arriving in New Orleans, Louisiana via private jet. Uh, Jericho says, this is how sports entertainers travel in their own private jets. And uh, we start hearing some shouting. It turns out Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz showed up, attacked 2.0 in the open lot. And as uh, they drive off, they're trying to figure out where – the shoes are, and Jericho's like, you know, oh, go get the car.
1: Yep, they they dumped uh, Daddy Magic and Cool Hang my Cool Hang a- Ange. I got used to that uh, out on the runway. So uh, I was laughing during the segment. Yeah. I'm like, what are we doing here? It's funny. Is Jericho? You what else do you expect? But it's like unbelievable. They met him on the runway at the airport. Unbelievable.
0: Yes, and it didn't break out into a brawl. That's what I was yeah. expecting. I'm like, all right, somebody's grabbing somebody in the car here. Or somebody's gonna jump out of the car and attack somebody, and we're gonna run over Hager with a car or something.
1: And Hager's shirtless, of course.
0: <laughs> don't even get me started on that. <laughs> it, I I don't know why sh- he.
1: I don't know why Hager does does half the know. things he does. So <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah,
1: but uh, but fun segment to set the match later in the night.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, we finally go back to the arena. As uh red dragon makes their entrance as they will take on Jurassic express for the AEW tag team championship. Now heading into this match, who did you think was going to be victorious?
1: Well, before the night and on our, in on our uh, Twitter account yesterday at kicking out Pod on Twitter, if you're not following already, I made the bold prediction. I thought red dragon was going to win the titles and then FTR was going to take it off them. Um, But then when I saw where the match was placed, I thought, nah, I don't think we're going to see a title change.
0: Okay. So kind of a last minute.
1: Oh, I was, yeah, before the show, I was ready. But then when I saw it was on number two and uh, that Joe and Suzuki were the main event, I changed my mind. All right. All right. But still a very fun match. I love
0: it. Yes. And of course, Jurassic Express picks up the three count for the win. Um I, I mean, there was, there's so much action in this. There were a lot of great spots. That um,
1: Falcon arrow from Bobby oh, Fish was unbelievable.
0: Yes. I, I thought mean, he was going to
1: land on them. I didn't know how, what he was doing. And then he pulled up. I know. I'm like, that's impressive. No matter what age, but especially at Bobby Fish's age. Holy cow.
0: And to have a uh, Luchasaurus barely break up that pin. I thought it was all over right there.
1: Is Luchasaurus the best hot tag in AEW?
0: One of. I would say one of, if not the best, yeah.
1: But I got to admit, I am ready for that Jungle Boy singles run. I'm glad he's Mm going to be in the Owen next week against Kyle O'Reilly, which is going to be a fun match. I'm glad to see Kyle O'Reilly in that as well. I mean, Red Dragon can go. I mean, Jurassic Express is great too, but Red Dragon can go against anybody and it was a very fun match with tons of action a lot of close falls um i'm still thinking when when jurassic express eventually loses these titles i'm sticking with my prediction that christian costs them the title titles and turns heel
0: okay i i would be okay with that honestly i mean christian wasn't ringside tonight or last night no um so there, there's something going on there.
1: Because a Christian Jungle Boy feud could be fun. It could go all tie it back to Double or Nothing last year when they had that little exchange uh, during the Casino Battle Royale. So
0: lots of uh, long term storytelling in AEW. We've seen it from day one.
1: Yep, but uh, good match. Jurassic Express retained, like you said. Then after the match, FTR's music hit, and boy did the crowd pop.
0: Oh, man, yeah, six-star FTR makes their way out.
1: Triple-A champs, (laughs) ROH champs, and they hold the belts up in front of Red Dragon, who back in the day they held those ROH titles, but they also were making a signal to Jurassic Express because I think they want those AEW tag titles. They're number one in the rankings.
0: Yeah, and uh, I got to say, I I liked... uh, Harwood's little segment there with Fish, when Fish kept, you know, pointing at the title, he smacked his hand, don't point at my titles!
1: Yep, and then they start shoving each other a little bit, and, man, FTRs, it's fun to see them be baby faces for the first time in their career, and what I really like about it is they just had subtle subtle changes, subtle changes to their characters. They hardly tweaked them at all, because they knew they they couldn't. I mean, that's why the people were liking them already. So, I, I just, these guys get it. I mean, these guys they might love pro wrestling more than anybody else on the roster.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: And they're the best tag team in the world right now, in my opinion. I mean, they're tag team of the year right now so far. And it wouldn't shock me if they just go belt hunting, belt collecting. I mean, get the, get the AW tag titles, somehow get the impact tag titles, go get the new Japan tag titles. And then ask Tony, uh, or, um, I don't know. Uh, not ask permission, but what, what am I trying to say? Uh, um, butter them up to let them go get the Uh-oh. NWA tactiles. Because, I mean, these guys have had yeah. almost tactiles almost every promotion. I mean, they're yes. so close to having them all.
0: I know. I know. Could they be the first to do it?
1: Yeah. I mean, we, 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 Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AW, now Triple A and ROH. I mean, that's, that's pretty darn impressive.
0: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But I'm all
1: for it. I mean, I. I don't know what I want to see. I mean, um, FTR, Red Dragon. I mean, when they were revival and undisputed era, had a great match in NXT. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. I'm all for them going against Jurassic Express for the titles. I don't. I can't foresee the future. I don't know who FTR is going to face a double or nothing because once they do get the titles, presuming they get them again, then you can have that rubber match against the Bucks for the third time and have the AEW tag titles on the line.
0: Uh, all or nothing. <laughs> you but, beat us you get multiple
1: yeah you lose you get yeah. nothing yeah i just i just don't know who they'll face a double or nothing if I mean, it'll be interesting because because eventually we're gonna get the bucks against red dragon too but they might wait till kenny comes back and get i'm cold involved there as well so I, I don't know it's so many good storylines they can go off of so many different directions
0: absolutely absolutely uh after we get done seeing FTR shoving around uh, Red Dragon, we head backstage to Tony Schiavone, who's with William Regal, John Moxley, and Brian Danielson, along with Wheeler Yuta, the Blackpool Combat Club.
1: Yes, I'm still embarrassed we couldn't get that last week off the top of our heads. Oh,
0: it, it's still new. That's it why is. I it still is, struggle but... with Red Dragon from time to time. So
1: you know, a lot of people, <laughs> this is their favorite thing in pro wrestling right now. Oh, absolutely. And that new shirt they have on ShopAW.com, it's uh, in blood, like you to put on his chest, BCC on Rampage last Friday night, which was a fantastic match between him and Moxley. I um, mean mm-hmm. he uh you know he was a guy a few weeks ago I wasn't all about Wheeler Eaton mm-hmm. but now count me in he's proven me wrong since um,
0: day 1 he, he was like the only other person worse than him to you was um that guy that they're not renewing their contract Marco stunt that's his Yes
1: thing. no you're right <laughs> I was not I and mean, he's proved me wrong and I'm glad to be proven wrong and so this new BCC shirt it's kind of got some NWO vibes on in its own right and maybe this is going to be AEW's version of the nwo maybe they keep adding people hopefully not a million like WCW did but um (laughs) but i I like this backstage backstage promo william regal man he 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 was like dancing he's so excited
0: i know Uh, and that's excuse me and that's because they announced a six-man tag match uh the Blackpool combat club will take on the gun club who is 24 and Oh, well, there going to be 24 and trio. one from to tomorrow night. Yes. Yes. Uh, these guys aren't losing anytime soon. And I feel sorry for anybody who goes up against them.
1: Anyway, Danielson, you know, I like how Danielson doesn't speak every week. I,
0: I know like that's that. great.
1: I mean, he's just a pure wrestler. He doesn't need to speak every week. And then you got Mox puts his head in and pretty much calls, uh, what does he call Does he call them clowns?
0: He calls them clowns. They're a bunch oh. of clowns. Yep,
1: yep. And he doesn't like clowns. There's no need for clowns. And, uh, I just, uh, it's all attitude. And then Wheeler Uta, um was all attitude there at the end. I, it's fantastic.
0: And I just, I loved Yuda's line. I mean, it wasn't much, but it was perfect. On Friday, the real work begins.
1: Yep. I'm. Boom. I can't wait till he goes against Trent.
0: Oh, that'll be a good match. Mm-hmm. That'll be a good match.
1: Which, speaking of the best friends, um, this wasn't on on Dynamite last night, but it was on Dark before. I read on Twitter that uh, Chris Statlander, brand new music, brand new Tron, and uh, her ring ability was a lot more aggressive last night. So it looks like they're definitely going to go in a different direction than the alien gimmick with her going forward.
0: Yeah, um, I- I'm looking forward to that. I got to go watch that yet, just because Statlander's already amazing in ring and this new side, they're starting to work with her. I think it's going to be great.
1: No, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, the best, best friends could go from a pretty big stable to just back to a few guys,
0: back to the three of them, the way it should be. Yeah. In my opinion, I'm sorry. I, I don't care. It should be three people. And that's that.
1: Yeah. Dan, Dan housing can do his own thing.
0: Oh, yeah. And Danhausen. Yeah. The three of them and Danhausen.
1: Uh, he's busy trying to curse Hook.
0: He's busy trying to curse everybody.
1: Yep. He he cursed William Regal after the show last night. Yes. Yes, was, he did. I fantastic. saw that. Those uh, post show segments on AEW social media are always really good.
0: And Regal sold it. That oh, was, was great. Oh, he was
1: funny. Moxie was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all good. All those guys were having fun.
0: Yes, and that's what I like to see, and that's what I love about AEW. You get these post-show segments, yep. and they're always fun.
1: Yep. I mean, I mean, yeah, they're showing their true side, and, and they're appreciated to the crowd who's came and watched them and spent their hard, hard-earned money there, and that's good stuff. I mean, the crowd goes home happy. And uh, speaking of Moxley, I, I have to ask you, you know, Double or Nothing's coming up. His contract, his original three-year contract's coming up. What do you think the future holds for John Moxley? I think it gets picked up. Oh, I think so. I mean, I, I think especially if he has an option, Tony Khan's definitely going to pick up the option. I just don't see him going back to WWE. I mean, maybe eventually at the end of his career to retire, but I mean, that was a PG product when he left, and it's got even more PG and more scripted, and just some of the weird corny stuff they do on Mondays and Fridays. I I don't know why he'd want to go back to that. I mean, right now, not only does he have tons of freedom in AEW, he also has freedom to go do the Indies, which I think he really enjoys.
0: Oh, absolutely. And New Japan. I mean, you know, who wants to go somewhere where a guy comes out on Monday night going? And then laughing all over the place.
1: Cody does.
0: (laughs) Okay. I was going to ignore him.
1: Hey, hey, they might have gave up on the Cody Vader already, so. Mm, mm. New new entrance that he had on Monday.
0: I did not see it, so. Yeah,
1: no Cody Vader, he just had uh, some different pyro that exploded before he came out, and then uh, tons of pyro on his way to the ring. I think they spent all their pyro budget on Cody Rhodes' new entrance.
0: (laughs) Was it anything like the amount of pyro they used at Mania?
1: No, but it wasn't too far off. It was like, geez, I don't know. I just I just made me chuckle. I, I don't know.
0: All right. Uh so we get the uh commentary running down the rest of the card and they announce that MJF will face Captain Sean Dean next and they go to a commercial break.
1: Yep. When it, when I when, it, when this came up, I made sure to put my phone to the to the side, I knew it was almost <laughs> warlow time.
0: Yep. Uh, back from the break, before we get our match, we've got Tony Shivani backstage with Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter. Shivani announces that Tony Khan has told him that Storm and Hader will face off in the first round of the Owen Hart Cup. Hader says she wants the match more than Tony Khan and the fans and Tony Storm because there's a lot of similarities between them. Hader says they've both honed their craft in Japan and the UK, much like Owen Hart but this is hater's crowning moment and nobody's going to stop her. Hater says she's going to break storm's face, ask if she has anything to say. Storm kind of gives a smirk and walks away.
1: And if I'm if I'm not mistaken, Hater said something like um that's what she does or something as walking yeah. away. I, need, I like that. It's a mm-hmm. little just a little I don't want to say dig there but uh acknowledging how she just walked away from WWE.
0: Mhm. <laughs> yeah. no, this
1: match is going to be awesome. I can't wait.
0: Oh, I know. I'm looking forward to it. Almost as much as I was looking forward to MJF with Sean Spears taking on Captain Sean Dean.
1: Oh, I knew. I just knew it was going to be great.
0: Yes, and it was great. It was um interesting end, but hey, let's give a round of applause for Captain Sean Dean who pulls out the victory via countout.
1: He's now 2-0 and against MJF and 3-0 and <laughs> against the Pinnacle.
0: Man, this guy is racking them up. I can't wait to see what happens on BTE next week, if he gets uh, criticized or congratulated.
1: He's racking them up on Dark and Dark Elevation, too. I would love for him to get in the rankings and have like a Friday Night Rampage TNT title shot, and it just drives MJF nuts.
0: Yeah, that'd be great.
1: I know. I would love it. Because that means he got a shot at the the title. Scorpio's the last person to pin him, too. So Mm -hmm. they could play off that storyline
0: yeah and if uh Sean Dean gets a shot at any title faster than MJF that's really going to drive him nuts
1: i just thought everything was great um you know we knew it was coming we got the backstage shot for the third straight week of of uh security being laid out in the ground but i love how they painted that war- certain one and he doesn't have a shirt on i right away like oh my god Wardlow took a shirt didn't he and then <laughs> so later on, we see MJF backing up by the barricade we see this big Uh, uh, A security uh, guy, security member, yeah, come up, take his mask off, and it's Wardlow. The crowd's going nuts. MJF turns around afraid. Wardlow's smiling that just gets a dead serious face. MJF tries to run away. Wardlow slides through the ring to cut him off. And then tons of security coming off, and Wardlow just cleaning house until the numbers game is too much but I loved it because there were so many people in front of the ring. MJF couldn't get back in the ring. Rinsberger's counting down. He gets a nine. MJF gets on the mic and is pleading to him, I will pay you three times what Tony Khan pays you to stop your count. He looks at the crowd. Ten. Ten. Crowd explodes. MJF's going nuts. They just lost. Spears is going nuts. Oh, man, it's so good. So, I mean, this feud is just my favorite thing in wrestling right now.
0: Yep. Uh, and then, you know, after the 10 count, Wardlow gladly backs off security and laughs at MJF, who rushes to the ring, shoves Rensperger, but Spears stops him from attacking Bryce. The Big Tron shows Wardlow taking out security backstage, grabs the camera and says he won't stop until he gets his hands on MJF.
1: I know I say this all the time. A guy just oozes David T. Oh MJ. yeah. Just oozes everything he does. And and I know Batista was his favorite, so that's that's not just a coincidence. Um, yeah, man, this was so fun. I just I loved Orlo is my favorite superstar or favorite I'm not gonna call him superstar, favorite wrestler in, in AEW. I just it's awesome.
0: I loved um, commentary at this point. Well, you know he is under contract to MJF, so I think that camera's coming out of MJF's pocket. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
1: yes. I thought you know Warlow, they just keep big building a bigger star. Built this MJF Warlow fuse over. Sean Spears playing his role perfectly. Bryce Rimsberg gets over last night. Sean Dean picks up a win. I just thought everything from the match to the post match segment was done fantastically. That was the best thing on the show.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I got to say, um, I like Sean and the role he's in. I know he doesn't do a whole lot of wrestling. And, you know, we go back to the perfect 10, Ty Dillinger, who was like out there every week, but he was a jobber, but he was out there every week. Um, it's like two completely different people, which I know mm-hmm. is the point, but he was unhappy with never wrestling never getting wins you bring him to aew let him have creative control and he's like yeah i don't care
1: and and the interesting thing is i was thinking about this last night and, and the guy i'm gonna mention he's got a new faction but no more tolly around john spears i mean we knew ftr fired him but we never really heard anything about spears and Tolly, but now tolly has got his own stable and re in Ring of honor so
0: yeah so maybe um FTR firing him was um the pinnacle firing him altogether
1: and we still haven't got the closure of FTR in the pinnacle either but uh, also you know what's coming up soon it's gonna be coming up soon Wardlow and Sean Spears match
0: yes um you know we'll, we'll, we'll get to that coming up later that's still coming up in the show yet yep yep um we then we see a Video package hype it up, Darby Allen. Commentary announces that Darby will face Andrade in a coffin match next week on Dynamite. It's then announced that the Jericho Appreciation Society will face Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz after the break.
1: Yeah, Darby, it's either they shut that street down or they filmed that four in the morning when there was no traffic out. Uh, but it was number another one of his student films, which he does mm-hmm. a fantastic job at. But I just laugh at the end with coffin match because I'm like, we've seen this already against Ethan Page. Darby doesn't lose these type of matches, but Darby can afford to take L's. I don't know if Andrade can afford to take too many more L's. I need to see Andrade somehow win this match next Wednesday.
0: You know, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Uh, the last coffin match against Page, he didn't hype it up like this. No. When there's sadly something that I'm starting to notice when Darby does these student film hype ups, it's when he loses and singles. Now, when him and sting do it together and they've got a tag match, they're normally victorious, but mm-hmm. I think this is going to be an L for Darby.
1: Well, it's interesting. The last few weeks we, we even talked about last week. We thought we were going to get Sting and Andrade. And now it's Darby and Andrade, but uh, I don't know. I just, I just don't want to see Andrade lose another big match. No, I mean, I mean, Darby can afford the loss, especially if it's in in a uh, dirty way.
0: Yeah. And I think that's exactly how it's going to go. I think we're going to see the entire uh, Andrade family office or at least Butcher Blade or private party interfere with this and somehow cost Darby the match.
1: And we'll see the Hardys and we'll see sting. (laughs) You know, when you get one, you're going to get them all.
0: Okay, I got to bring this up real quick. So. We do at work, obviously I work at the local radio station for Mm -hmm. those who aren't aware, and we do a question of the day for the morning show. Today's was, without stating your age, name something that was popular when you were a child. Somebody actually commented, the Hardys.
1: And they're still popular. That's
0: my thing. I'm like, so how old is this person? I mean, they're still popular, whether it's fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, they're still popular. Now they so, did
1: mean the Hardy Boys as in the wrestlers not the not yes. the book, right?
0: No, 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 the wrestlers. Okay. The wrestlers because I think it was the Hardy Boys, but Okay. Yeah. Um yeah. I, I, at least that's how it was presented to me, so.
1: And you know, the more I think about it, maybe if 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 I was Tony Khan, maybe I'd book them in the Bucks at Double or Nothing. Strike the Iron White's hot because I don't know, I feel like it's gonna wear off pretty quick.
0: Yeah. Here's what I want to see happen, okay? Hear me out. I want to see the Bucks versus the Hardys. The Hardys are victorious, and now FTR says, "Look, you beat the Bucks. We beat the Bucks. We know we are the best tag team in the world. Let's prove it. Let's go tag team match."
1: No, I, I want to see. The, I want to see those two go, go against each other. I mean, the Hardys are so many different tag matches i want to see them have but i know we we spoke on this a little bit last week too i'm already kind of getting tired of their their gimmick right now yes but i love the yes. theme song so i want them to keep playing keep <laughs> keep the gimmick around a little longer so i can get my fix of the theme song but i i i, I want to see them give broken matt one more try now that they have fans and brother nero's there with them
0: Yes, I think it would work perfectly. I mean, we got so many hints of Brother Nero with um, the... the oh, I can't even think of what they're called now. Man, I'm drawing a blank badly tonight. The drones, there we go. The drones that was Nero 1, you know. I want to see that come back.
1: Vanguard 1?
0: Vanguard 1. But yeah. there was a near The second one was Nero. Yeah. So, I remember there was a Nero in there somewhere.
1: Yeah. So...
0: so give us something, you know, just have like a random drone appear after their match and the lights go off, the Hardy boys disappear and they're off TV for a couple weeks. And then they return after a pay-per-view and there we go.
1: I do need to go check out their match against top flight. I'm sure that was fun.
0: Oh, I'm sure it was. I got to do that too. Uh, when we come back from the commercial break that we just, talked all the way through basically (laughs) (laughs) malachi blacks on our tv which i am always okay with
1: yeah i've been missing seeing he buddy matthews and brody king on my television wrestling
0: yes and he mentions the fact that he's alone in this promo um i forget why he said he was alone but he mentioned it but he calls out none other than fuego del sol
1: this does nothing for me i mean I want. I do want to see him kick Fuego's head off again because Fuego's great at selling, but uh, I, I want to see the angle. I want to see them. I think they can have a fun feud with uh, Dark Order. Yes. House of Black yes. and Dark Order, and I think really Fuego would be good a good new member of the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have anything to do now that uh, Fuego Fuego Two left.
0: <clears throat> he died.
1: Uh, died. Remember. Left. Yeah. They they had somebody, a funeral. Somebody, somebody grabbed his mask.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I know he keeps showing up with uh, Captain Sean Dean in uh, BTE, and that's not. He's not happy about that.
1: It's just I I knew they weren't going to do a ton with him when he signed, but I thought they'd do a little more with Fuego than they've done.
0: I think they will. Um, I mean, the man worked his tail off to get here, right? So I I think we'll see something else from Fuego. It's just trying to find where and how to do it. Yep. So, you know, maybe like you said, maybe Fuego yep. joins the Dark I Order.
1: Just, I just it kind of makes me cringe. I mean, Malachi's he's been in some good stories since he came into the company in July, but and I'm hoping this is just a a one off or kind of a side story on his road to double or nothing. But I don't really want to see Malachi against Fuego on his road to double or nothing, but here well, we will Well,
0: see, see, here's the thing. Fuego's been calling out Malachi on yeah. BTE. So this is a tie-in to BTE, I think. Yeah. Kind of says maybe Malachi watches it. It's getting tired of his name being brought up and it's going to squash him because of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I hope he kicks his head off.
0: Yeah. Up next, we've got uh, what turned out to be a fun match to watch, in my opinion. The Jericho Appreciation Society versus Kingston Santana and Ortiz.
1: Yeah, this is this is one that it was fun. Um, I was not surprised at all that JAS got the win. No, um, you know Floyd. Jericho uses Floyd and hits uh, Kingston in the back, and Garcia gets to roll up on Kingston. Mm-hmm. So uh, while Gar- Santana and Ortiz are getting beat up outside of the ring, and then it's number numbers game after all five get involved and just beat them down. I really think we're going to get two more members to come in and, and help these three guys out and even the, even the odds.
0: Yes. Yes. Cause that's exactly what they need. I mean, obviously it's not going to be Sammy. I thought maybe it'd be Sammy, but he left um, inner circle before anybody else. I think even though mm-hmm. he continued to wear the jacket longer left them than twice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He continued to wear the jacket longer than anybody but Jericho. Well, even longer than Jericho because he wore it out to the ring later that night when JS formed. But um, Sammy just faded out of the inner circle. And I thought, you know, if we were going to get a break off, Sammy would be a good fill in kind of leader role or co-captain, if you want to say that even.
1: Yeah, I think – I mean, you can bring two guys in for just a couple of weeks for a quick one-off program, even besides yeah. sides, five-on-five, five, um, double or nothing. And, you know, part of me thought Stadium Stampede 3, but it sounds like Tony Khan, he's not promising that we're going to get a Stadium Stampede this year.
0: No, and that's fine because that way, if we get it, It'll be like, a, oh, hey, they're going to continue doing this at right. least this year. Whereas, you know, it was announced so early last year, it went, oh, okay, another stadium stampede right. with Jericho.
1: And I'm fine if they don't do that because it just it reminds me of the pandemic era. Yeah. Even though last year's stadium stampede was the first show back with fans, double or nothing. I just think it was special for that time um, doing what they could with it. I don't know if it needs to continue, but I was excited to hear that blood and guts is going to happen sometime this summer.
0: Yeah. We'll see. And here's the other thing if you do another stadium stampede, the only way you can get away with that is being in Jacksonville. Yep. So therefore, you've got to hold another pay per view at some point at Daly's place.
1: Unless, well, you could, you could, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't do it at T Mobile. Arena in in, in Vegas, but you could pre tape something in Jacksonville or have a live satellite feed, I guess, in Jacksonville and have them fighting in the stadium. But that's kind of boring for the crowd to watch on the Tron.
0: Yeah. But but they did that
1: last year at Stadium Stampede until the very end when they came into the stadium because they pre shot the rest.
0: Right. But they still came into it.
1: Right. Right.
0: So, and I I mean, if you're doing it, you know, Jacksonville to Vegas, you know, those guys aren't going to just mysteriously pop out of the back.
1: Right. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, it, w- it wasn't surprising that the JS got this because we all know that eventually the, this tides are going to flip.
0: Yes. The baby. They're going to get to win. Yes. Um, as we see uh, Kingston Santana and Ortiz laying motionless in the ring, we go backstage where Alex Marvez is laughing and has MJF, <laughs> Sean Spears and Mark Sterling with him. Uh, MJF says Wardlow has no idea who the real MJF is. MJF. Says he's the face of pro wrestling. MJF says he has money, and that's what it—or that's what makes the world go round—and kicks it to Sterling, who says it's in Wardlow's contract that MJF can make him face anyone he wishes. MJF calls Wardlow a pig and says he's going to put him to work. Jose, the assistant, comes out. That's Jose, not Hose B. Uh, <laughs> shout out to JR there again. Uh, MJF hands Jose an envelope, presumably of cash, and says the best way to slaughter a greedy little pig is with a butcher. The butcher comes in, yells at the camera, and we head back to the ring where it's time for M- Marina Shafir's AEW Dynamite debut.
1: I did like this because Butcher's a, a big hoss, and I mean, Warlow's going to have his work cut out for him next week. And it, it goes full circle because MJF's who brought the Butcher and the Blade in. Mm -hmm. I mean, to uh, attack Cody back in uh, 2019. And remember him going into the butcher shop to pay them money. So, and the whole, you know, butcher pig. I like that a lot. What I'm hoping happens, I don't think it will, but what I really hope happens next week is MGF comes out to the commentary table. We see Warlow Marine butcher comes out and MGF goes, you know what? I've been thinking. We got a butcher to take care of the pig. But what's he need to take care of the pig? A blade. Has blade come out two-on-one handicap match? But so what I, want Wardlow, to see. I don't think they'll do that, but that's why.
0: I, I, I don't think so. That'd be that'd, that'd be perfect. You need a yep. blade to be able to handle the pig. So Yes,
1: yes. and then that's even a tougher challenge for, for uh, Wardlow.
0: Well, I think what'll happen is it'll be Butcher. Then, all right, the Butcher couldn't get it done because I should have used the blade yeah. to you know, slaughter the pig. So yeah. next you're going to face the blade and then he'll get past him somehow. And, and who knows
1: Spears, Spears, gonna be Spears before, before MJF, but uh, I do love every feud MJF spins have been really good. Yes. I mean, I was thinking back to this Cody feud was good. Mox feud was good. Jericho feud was good. Punk feud was good. Everything he's been in has been really good. And that's, once again, not by coincidence.
0: The only downfall to um, MJF Jericho feud, pinnacle inner circle. I still wish it would have been one-on-one.
1: Yeah. I still should have had the pinnacle go over at Stadium (laughs) Sanity. Yes. Almost a year later, I'm still complaining about that.
0: Well, because it cost you gold, then
1: it did. That wasn't even why I was complaining, though. But you're <laughs> right. Uh, I just thought it made too much sense, and you're yeah. right. yep nope. <laughs> but, but I, I I can't wait till Warlow gets his hands on Spears and MJF.
0: Yes, it's going to be epic. Uh Marina Shafir versus Sky Blue. Of course, it was going to be Sky Blue. Uh, if you've got a color in your name in the women's division, you're kind of a jobber at this point, and that kind of sucks but you know we've got velvet scott uh yeah red velvet red velvet there we go no, the skies, I TNA. yeah i know i got distracted sorry <laughs> uh yeah red velvet sky blue uh you know um it's just these two are jobbers right now and of course they're still young and they're still building so I think eventually they're going to be doing a lot with them. I just hope it's sooner rather than later.
1: Well, we saw Red Velvet in the Batty Club last night, her and Kara Hogan. So, yes. And it looks like they came out with a TikTok or a, something on Twitter of a dance with Jade. So that could be a new little faction for Jade, which is, I could see that. I could be on board with that. But this women's match was not good, Paul. This was not good no. last night. Uh I mean, this is the Marina Shafir. I think she's got tons of potential. I'm not ready to write her off yet. I think she'll be very good. But right now, the body language doesn't do much for me. Uh, Just just wasn't a good match last night. The crowd was dead. Um, And this is who we have facing Jade for the the potential 30th win. Just didn't do good. This is my biggest critique of Tony Khan and AEW right now. Still is the booking of the women's division yeah they have too much talent and too much depth of a roster to only give us one match they could have gave us this match in another one last night oh absolutely i don't know what's going to take i'm not i know we're not the only ones more aw fans than not are saying the same thing Mm -hmm. and i don't know what's going to take can they keep saying changes are going to be made improvements you can say that all you want but actions speak louder in words it's not happening
0: i have two words that'll change the women's division and I don't think it's going to happen until then. Kenny Omega.
1: They need him back.
0: When he gets back full time backstage working with the women, working with the women's division, I guarantee that's when we'll get our two women matches.
1: I hope so cuz I mean and, and and you know I know AEW's getting criticized for picking up so much talent but there's a lot of female talent out there they they could go get and probably need to.
0: Yes. And um back to a couple of weeks ago when Kenny appeared on BTE. He even kind of, what's with the women's division? So It's just,
1: it's just frustrating at this yeah. point. I mean, it hasn't got better over the last year. I mean, besides Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, and even then you can critique it a little bit. Their booking of the women's division hasn't been good. And, and Britt, it started off hot as the champion, but as she went along longer and longer as a champion, I thought her booking got worse. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm hoping the Owen turns it around for the women's division.
0: I think it will. I mean, we already know yeah. we're going to get hater versus Storm. That's going to tear the house down.
1: Well, and Britt's in the Owen now, so you got to think she's probably going to make the finals.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. The only one that won't make the finals, uh, for obvious reasons, is uh, Thunder Rosa or Nyla Rose. Right. I mean, yep. they've got their whatever going on. That's exactly Battle what I'm calling. Battle
1: for the belt Saturday. Yep.
0: they're whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got another segment, which I'm sure you'll touch on. Mm-hmm. A little
0: bit. Yes, I will. Um, backstage, we see Lexi Nair with Hook from earlier today. Tony Niece and Mark Sterling show up. Niece tells Lexi to leave. Niece says he can handle Hook, who stands up. Sterling tells Niece to leave, which the two do. As Sterling says, we just wanted an interview. Uh, but yet they threw out the person doing the interview. So yeah, leave it to Mark Sterling. Yep. <laughs> and then we see the one and only, the very nice, very evil Danhausen pops up behind Hook, who tosses the ball he was holding over his head as Danhausen was trying to curse Hook. Uh, Danhausen can't hold on to it, falls down. Commentary announces that Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland will face Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks after the break.
1: Yeah, so I'm assuming I mean we, we're going to get Hooks first match first Dynamite match next week. They haven't announced it, but I'm assuming it's going to be against Tony Neese.
0: I mean, why wouldn't it or, be?
1: Or if not, they're going to have Nice come out after the match or something to, And and I like Sterling being paired with Nice. They need to do something with him because they really hyped him up when they signed him.
0: Yeah. I know. Um both Nice and Mark Sterling kind of really haven't done anything. But uh yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I mean, if if Nice doesn't show up at all next week, either in the match or post-match, then this segment was pointless.
1: Yeah, they could have done something with just Dan Housen and Hook.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, back from break, we see the TNT champion Scorpio Sky backstage with Ethan Page and Dan Lambert. Scorpio says that Sammy Guevara is finally going to get the ass-kicking that he deserves at Battle for the Belts, and the only thing that's bigger in Texas is is scorpio's winning streak i we there were shades of a very fun segment there from scorpio that i thought we might get something out of but unfortunately there was no this is the worst town segment
1: out of sky yeah uh sammy gets another chance to win back his tnt title i don't think it happens i don't think scorpio drops this yet no um I got to be honest, this Battle for the Bells 2, I'm not real excited for it Saturday night, and that's disappointing. I know it's only their second TNT special, but I mean, it seemed like last night's card was so much bigger, and even Rampage on Friday night's got the world title in it. It's so much bigger than your quarterly special.
0: Well, they can't exactly have uh, the world title defended on Saturday since both of those men will be in Indy. That's
1: true. <laughs> but they could. I mean, if they wanted to do that, they wouldn't have been in Indy or they would have been in Indy on Friday. But Right. But you're, you're right. You're right. Um, but, but, but the Expo did have to shift some people around due to cancellations for AEW obligations. So, yes, they did. But uh I don't know. I just I mean this I'll, I'll be honest this battle for the belts 2 is probably something I'll watch Sunday on DVR. I doubt I watch mm-hmm. it live Saturday night. I won't be. <laughs> yeah.
0: I will be watching Rampage tomorrow night though at a special time 7, 7 Eastern.
1: 7 yep. Yep.
0: What is it? Like 3 Pacific or 4 Pacific or something four like Pacific.
1: that? 4 Pacific, yeah. It'd be 3 yeah. hour difference.
0: I couldn't couldn't remember.
1: Yep, they got flexed cuz NBA playoffs. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which I that's mean, that's why they're not yeah, on TNT anymore. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> Friday nights they're gonna they're gonna run into that from time to time. Yep. So it's uh, but I am happy for Jonathan Gresham, be on Saturday night. That's gonna be awesome.
0: Yes. Yes. For him. Uh, all right. It's what could have been a main event, this tag match: Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland versus Powerhouse Hobbs and Bricky Starks. No reference of. Team Taz for these two.
1: Until the end of the match.
0: Well, until the end of the match, after they pick up the victory, yeah. But, uh, you know, until then, they really I, didn't. They just were Powerhouse hops and Starks.
1: I think that was by mistake. Um, but both these teams work well together attack. Tag. I, I love the pairing of Swerve Strickland and, and Keith Lee. Um, you got the big guy and the fast athletic guy, the smaller guy. Uh, Very fun match. Oh, Um, yeah. I wasn't surprised that Starks and Hobbs got the win because it was in Starks' hometown. I mean, he got the hometown pop, and he even had some babyface motives during the match. But I got to be honest, I didn't like seeing Keith Lee take the pin.
0: No, no. but
1: Heck of a spine buster, though.
0: Oh, yeah. But Keith Lee can afford a few L's. Uh, I think Swerve still... Too new to eat a loss right now, and I think that's kind of well,
1: why he's already ate a loss, though.
0: Well, okay,
1: one and, and Keith, I don't, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's already lost or not. I can't remember, but um, now he has.
0: Yeah, now he has. Now he's. But at I least... get it.
1: I mean, they're pushing Hobbs a little bit, and Hobbs gets uh, some revenge for the for the loss at the hands of Keith Lee. Yes, Two weeks going rampage.
0: I still think Keith Lee should have had the. Uh, FW FTW title, but you know, you're just never
1: going to defend that thing.
0: Well, wasn't it up for grabs in one of the matches?
1: I, all the rampage matches are running together in my head. I can't remember. Oh, okay. (laughs) I, I, I did love the, uh, uh, swerve doing the move off Keith Lee's chest. That was awesome.
0: Yes. Yes. That was great.
1: It was a fun match. I mean, all four of these guys can go. They're all four, futures of this company
0: um yes uh
1: and taz i mean you know i'm okay with aw doing this once in a while the dirty finish like this i mean that's something WWE does like four times a week so (laughs) i'm okay if aw does it once in a while just just as long as they don't do it too often
0: right i was trying to look up finish i was trying to look up keith's record uh, but I'm having trouble finding it.
1: Hmm, should I'll be right there. Probably, on, um, yeah, on the I'm,
0: I'm I'm going. I'm going there now.
1: <laughs> but it was it was one of those situations. I mean, I think no matter which team you had to win, there's gonna be fans that complained about it. Uh, so, yeah, it was, yeah.
0: I mean, it. This is one of those. No matter what, somebody was gonna be mad.
1: Right. But I enjoyed uh, it. I, I loved it. I thought it was a great match.
0: Yes, it was. I thought both Um, tag
1: tag matches were both two on two tag matches were awesome.
0: Yes. Uh five and one.
1: So last night was his first loss.
0: As that's what it says, but I'm thinking he might be five and two now. Well go
1: check go check Swerve's record, because if he's still two and one, then they hadn't updated. Uh
0: Oops! Got down at the women's roster. Went too far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one and one for uh, Strickland.
1: So there, because last night they it showed him two and one on the lower third. So, yeah. I don't know mm. what's going on there. Uh.
0: I don't either. Ah! Uh. Okay. Uh. After the match, commentary announces that Hangman Adam Page will defend the AEW World Championship against Adam Cole this Friday on Rampage with a special start time of 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. It's also announced that the Blackpool Combat Club will face the Gun Club this Friday as well as Ruby Soho against Robin Renegade in an Owen Hart Cup qualifying match. Commentary confirms a trios match for Saturday night's Battle of the Belts with. Uh, Scorpio Sky defending the TNT Championship against Sammy Guevara. Jonathan Greshman will defend the Ring of Honor World Championship against Dalton Castle, and Thunder Rosa will defend the AEW Women's Championship against Nyla Rose.
1: Yep, yep. Hopefully, the, hopefully, all three matches are, are Boehner matches, and they all prove me wrong. Uh,
0: I hope so. I hope so. Uh, four matches.
1: What was the other one?
0: Uh, Trio's match for Saturday night
1: I don't remember who that was
0: I don't know I don't know hmm. Commentary also confirms a trio for match Oh trio of It's supposed oh, to the say ad- of matches And they matches, wrote four the trio. Okay. okay. Yeah okay there we go That's, I was confused there for a minute Confused me too <laughs> Uh, after we get the rundown, we go backstage where Tony Schiavone is, um, with AEW women's champion, Thunder Rosa. Tony asks her about her match against Nyla before Rosa can say anything. Nyla and Vicky interrupt. Nyla has a cake. Vicky congratulates Rosa on having the shortest title reign in AEW history, which we'll get to. That reference here in a minute. Rosa shoves the cake in Nyla's face. Nyla can't see. Vicky tells Nyla to attack Rosa, but Nyla clocks Vicky with a forearm, which was the best part of the segment. Oh, the uh, second
1: best, second best part of the segment.
0: Rosa attacks Nyla, but Nyla gets the better of the exchange, and it's announced that our main event will go down after the break.
1: The best part of segment was when she throws her into the into the uh, oh, what you call it the equipment cases. Then she says, I love cake and violence. That was the best. That's going to be on a t-shirt and that's going to sell well.
0: I love cake and and violence. violence.
1: That was great. Nyla has some good lines.
0: She does, but it's just one of those. Every time you crown a new champion, your first opponent is Nyla Rose.
1: I know. It's yep. Yep. (sighs) Kind of like Lance Archer is for the guys.
0: I miss the rematch clauses sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. Right. Uh, It is now time for our main event.
1: Time for the main event.
0: Suzuki versus Samoa Joe for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship.
1: The fact that Samoa Joe was on Dynamite in the main event, on top of challenging for the ROH TV title, on top of against Suzuki, unbelievable.
0: 12 days unbelievable. after winning. The Ring of Honor World Television Championship. Suzuki defends it against Samoa Joe.
1: I had a feeling I knew what the outcome was going to be, but I still love the match.
0: I d- I did too. I mean,
1: Unfortunately, when old... I first
0: saw it, I was hoping I was wrong. But
1: two big old sirloin beef, some bitches literally smack at me. Smack, smack, slap, slap, chop, chop. Wow.
0: Beat down, beat down, beat down! Wow, <laughs> the,
1: their ch- chests were red. Some hard shots, laying it in. Exactly what I wanted to see in this match.
0: Yes, uh, Samoa Joe comes out victorious to become hit, the hit new a great Buster, Buster. Oof, the new Ring of Honor World Television Champion.
1: Which he finally won it. He won the peer Championship years ago, and the and the World Championship in ROH. But he had never won the TV title.
0: Yes, and ROH I got to say was one of those companies. None of them were lesser belts than the other. They were all equal belts. They were not mid card belts. You know, a lot of times you go, "Oh, well, you're just the TV champion. You don't count." No, you are the TV champion. You are the champion. Right. End of story. That's right. one thing I love about ROH.
1: Right, but uh, we knew the show wasn't gonna wasn't over because TBS oh, no. had granted TK a run a run over, which has never yeah. happened before.
0: No. I was excited for that.
1: <laughs> then we hear uh, Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt come out, and uh, they have a, a surprise for a celebration for Joe, and they take off the top, and it's a middle finger, and uh, then the lights go out.
0: Yeah, I, I was I was confused here as to why the lights went out, um, but when they come back on, you've got Satnam Singh, and I probably just butchered his name.
1: I. <laughs> who who do you think was appearing when the lights were coming back on originally?
0: I wasn't sure. I knew it wasn't black or anybody in the house of black. because that would just be stupid? Um, I wasn't sure. I thought maybe, you know, we got somebody else. Old school ROH. No, you know, for the first time, the lights went out. We're talking to ROH and my brain didn't go Marty Skrull.
1: First yeah. time. Yes, yeah, that's, that's you're probably you finally got your brain where it needs to be. Oh, no, man. I just
0: knew it wasn't tonight or last night.
1: Never gonna be, Paul.
0: It, I know, I know. Shush, shush. Little, little gleam of faith still. You know Maybe. who I thought?
1: I thought it was Cesaro. Hmm. See, I was convinced, and then it came on. I knew who it was right away because the guy's seven foot four, and I was familiar with him from his basketball days. He was the first Indian NBA player. He was drafted, I think he was drafted. If not, he was a pickup by the Sacramento Kings. I remember from his college days, he played in the NCAA tournament in New Mexico State because this was back in, I think it was it was 2012, I believe it was. They lost in the first round to the Indiana Hoosiers. And yeah. I remember watching that game and this big guy, and he couldn't make anything around the rim. I'm like, you're huge. You can't make anything. And I, and I just remember when AEW signed him to a developmental contract, Nightmare, Fam, uh, Nightmare Factory, I remember seeing, I'm like, oh, that's the same guy. And then when the lights came on last night, I'm like, ah, there he is. Cause I, I just read something online not too long ago. They had been training a bunch, like every day, the last eight months.
0: At the AEW training facility in Atlanta, Georgia, that trip, Tony Schiavone up.
1: Yeah. I mean, they tried their best. They explained who he was, who he's been training with and all this stuff. Crowd didn't like it. The crowd started. Cheering, we don't know you. Um, yeah, I mean his his movements. I know it's hard for a guy that big to move fast, but his throws of Joe were very light. Um, they did the head squash thing. It just remind me. This remind me of a knockoff Great Kali.
0: That's honestly who I thought it was when the lights first came back on. I'm like, wait, they signed the co- they signed Great Khali.
1: It was just a and, knockoff. And I it, mean, yeah. I mean, I'll. I'm gonna let it play out because maybe it's it's not gonna be a huge thing. If this was the ending of an ROH episode, I'm not as disappointed as I was last night, but I hold dynamite to such a high standard. I was. And Fightful Select was reporting today. It sounded like this was made as a business decision for AEW's partnership in India. Mm. This guy is huge in India. So they did it well, more for business reasons than they did. But backstage morale was a little low on how it came over, came across.
0: There, there's probably other ways they could have done it.
1: Don't do the lights on and off or off and on for somebody. The crowd's not going to know who it is. Tony no. gets, does it a little too often. You should only do it for guys. You know, the crowd's got to know who they are and pop for.
0: Now, here's my question based off of your, uh, india deal talk yeah it was announced that once again tune into dynamite next week as tony khan has another huge announcement
1: well let me bring up is the it exact, the india deal well let me let me bring up the exact wording this was grapsody's will washington who's part of high fall He learned that the move to debut Singh was done internationally after the Discovery-Warner Media merger as a big angle for Eurosport. Discovery owns Eurosport, which is also AEW's India TV partner. The -hmm. idea on AEW's behalf was to debut Satnam Singh on a big stage to create a diverse platform with the story set up via Arena of Honor Supercard of Honor. We're told that AEW is expecting huge social media traffic as a result of the angle, which we'll see Satnam Singh and Sanjay doing promos for the Indian market and helping bridge a gap between AEW, Eurosport, and Discovery.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Makes
1: sense why they did it. Still not a fan of it. Okay, so... And you were saying, I'm sorry, I, I you were saying about the big announcement. And that's another thing. Tony Khan's getting rips on because he does this a lot. He hypes up these announcements. Now, the last time he did this was the announcement of ROH, and that was that delivered. What do you think? What do you think the prediction is?
0: You know, I, I don't, I don't know. Um,
1: if you had a guess, I mean, I mean, we're a podcast, just we're fans. The we're India deal. Things.
0: A, a a better deal or it's either going to be the india deal to follow up with the end of the show or it's going to be i landed ROH tv contract
1: i'm hoping for that or hbo max streaming deal
0: that would be fine too
1: what i thought during at the moment last night was he's got now cm punk then I'm on contender against Hangman or Adam Cole at uh, double or nothing. But I've even reversed my thoughts on that. I think he announces somebody big for the Owen on the men's side.
0: Okay. All Whether
1: right. it's a new signee or somebody that is just going to kind of get a tryout for the Owen and later become all elite. That's my prediction. I don't know who, but that's my prediction.
0: <laughs> well, before you said, I don't know who, I was going to say Cesaro.
1: Yeah. I mean, he would make sense. I just, he would, I don't know. I don't know about these huge, you know, and and it got me also thinking when Tony Khan hyped up the ROH deal, that deal wasn't even done till like the night before the day of and he was still hyping that up. So maybe whatever his backup announcement for that was going to be is this. Okay. I don't know.
0: All right. I I don't know. We'll, we'll have to uh, wait and see for sure.
1: And we'll, we'll talk about whatever it is next week.
0: Yes, we will. Yes, we will. But, uh, all right, uh, final thoughts for the show and your rating.
1: Didn't like the women's match at all. I have stated my feelings on the women's division. Did not like the ending of the show. If this show cut off with Joe celebrating with the ROH TV title, this show is at least one. Number higher, if not number, a uh, number and a half higher for me. I, it would have been one of the better dynamites of the year, but with how it closed, it's one of the worst, if not the worst dynamite in the year, in my opinion. Just because there was, and, and I know the IWC doesn't speak for everybody, but there's so much negativity and a lot of people being negative. I couldn't really disagree because there was such a finish, in my opinion. It just was, I, and the lights off, lights on thing for for seeing, and and maybe he'll turn out great, and I hope he does. You know. It, it, it's a ring of honor. That's fine. But I just hold dynamite such a higher standard than I do my other wrestling shows. And, uh, so with that said, I'm giving last night a
0: 6.5. I'm right there with you. Honestly,
1: I, I would have at least gave it at least an eight, if not higher, if, if that ending didn't happen or, to yeah. the woman's match, take both of those out. It's at least an eight.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I can agree with you a hundred percent on that. So, yeah. Uh, I hate
1: to be too negative about it because I, I want to let it play out, but it just, ugh. Ugh. I mean, well, last time I felt that way after a finish was the last show of 2019. Yeah. The Dark Order yeah. bit, which Tony ended up taking control.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, luckily, there were, well, okay, I was going to say there were no uh, bad punches thrown in this, but uh, there were bad throws instead. So. Yeah,
1: it just... I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see.
0: Wrestler of the night.
1: Good question. Uh, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people. I mean, part of me wants to say the captain, Sean Dean, for just going 2-0 against Punk and 3-0 against Pinnacle, but but I'm not going to. Um, I could go Samoa Joe for winning yeah. the ROH TV title, but I'm not going to. I could go... Uh... Let's see. I could go punk. Good. but I'm not going to. I'm going to go with powerhouse Hobbs. Even though Ricky okay. Starks was the hometown boy, Hobbs hits a big spine buster, gets the pin on Keith Lee. All right, um, they're, they're they're pushing him and Starks like they should.
0: Yes, finally. Um, I am uh, going to go with one of your other could have been to go samoa joe for winning one of the titles that he was never able to prior to uh last night
1: yeah it's it was awesome i mean i really enjoyed it i enjoyed that match thought it was a great match um love seeing joe back on tv wrestling winning titles like he should be Yeah, um, just just wish they would have cut it off after that
0: <laughs> yes we could have all turned the tv off and been fine yep. but uh unfortunately We're too good of a fan, so we don't turn it off until the screen goes black.
1: And and you know, Tony's going to get a lot of of criticism, like he always does, but he's going to get a lot of criticism on the internet from now until next Wednesday. Maybe we get the best Dynamite of the year next Wednesday.
0: We could. We could. Tony's uh, been known to recover pretty quickly and deliver a hell of a show the following week.
1: Oh, he stacks up the cards every week. The cards are always unbelievable. When I go back and look at last night's card, I'm like this, this was incredible on paper and most, most of it delivered. I mean, we're, we're very spoiled. That's why we are, we hold a dynamite in, in such high regard as we do. Cause we're spoiled um, compared to what we've been used to watching pro wrestling wise in the pet years in the past. But um, I just yeah. hope his announcement is, huge enough to advertise us huge. So um, I'm worried about that because
0: it will be Lance Archer versus Singh next Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> now You know, somebody on the internet is going to make that tweet. Uh, we all know what Tony Khan's announcement is going to be. Sing's going to take on Archer next Wednesday night on dynamite. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: and then know. it'll we'll be, uh, yeah, I- I'm hoping for something big. <laughs>
1: I mean I would love for it to be a UK show. That'd be great. WWE just just did that for of course the Saturday of all out uh weekend. They're yep. running a big steam show so maybe maybe he announces that or a or a UK tour but I don't think I don't think he'll do that as close since it's uh, it would be so close to WWE announcing that.
0: Right. Right. So, so, I, I, so as I'd long be, as it's not a tune in next Wednesday for my big announcement.
1: Uh, yeah. Announcement for an announcement, <sighs> which kind of was last night, but we'll see. Yes. I don't I don't think it will be as big as the ROH acquisition, but if it's a streaming deal with uh, HBO Max or a TV deal for ROH, that'd be a pretty big deal.
0: Yes, indeed. It would be. But all right, uh with that, Tanner, be sure to follow Kicking Out Podcast on all social media at kicking out pod. Be sure to follow Tanner Lee at Tanner Lee92. And uh follow myself. Yeah, it's down there, Tanner. Yeah,
1: I was trying to point <laughs> at the banner and it didn't work out. So uh, well.
0: Yeah. And, and uh be sure to follow me at Paul Zartman nine two one. It's also over there behind Tanner, um, behind his right shoulder. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Van White.
0: <laughs> no, no, neither of us are um, And for that uh, Don't forget to check out our merchandise stores We've got two of them we got one on Pro Wrestling Tees And we've got one of our very own The link for that is up in our description So be sure to go buy yourself some merch And support a great podcast And look great doing so And with that, for Tanner Lee I'm Paul Zartman Join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast